0: How to optimize a WordPress post? This question has SEO intent most times. The goal with optimization is to get a piece of content, in this case a blog post, ready to rank well on search engines, usually Google. First note on this point is to always begin with the intent of optimizing a WordPress post for your target reader. If you want to optimize for Google, you have to align your goals with their goals and they want to help people find information. By optimizing your posts for people, you also optimize for Google. If you focus only on what you think Google wants, it leads down paths that can work in the short-term, but almost always hurt you in the long-term. Links are almost always seemingly the hot topic when it comes to SEO. Google uses links as one of the ways to tell if your brand is trustworthy and well-known and that kind of thing, but chasing links can lead to getting any link by any means possible. And Google has gotten really good at telling the difference between various kinds of links. Anyway, leading into this topic, just know that these tips are how to optimize your WordPress posts for your readers and not necessarily for Google. There are tools that help to optimize posts. Some are good, some cross the line and get you thinking about Google and not about people. So you have to be careful with SEO tools. But let's get into some of these tips. Number one would be scannability. This is first on the list for a reason. I think first impressions are incredibly important when it comes to blog posts. And I do this for myself all the time, but I also see others do it often. First thing that happens when we visit a blog post is scroll or scan through the content. We're looking for breaks and blocks in the content, headings and things that will break it up. We want to, feel, we want to get a feel for what is in the post before we start reading from start to finish. It's a quick way to see if content, content is worth our time. We do it with books. They have a table of contents. We do it with podcasts. Most have podcast notes. We do it with the Netflix. We look at episode titles and notes and listings. We do it for all types of content. Number one on the list of optimizing your WordPress post is to make sure readers can scan it. Number two, shortish blocks. Sentences, paragraphs, titles, headings, URLs, etc. You're looking for short, in general. It goes back to the first point of allowing people to scan the content. You're looking to make it as easy to read as possible. That doesn't mean that the content has to be at a first grade reading level or anything like that. You have to give people credit for being smart. But from a look standpoint, you want the content to be easy to read and to look at. Large paragraphs wear people out. When I read books that are kind of on the old side, it's always a struggle to get through a large paragraph. You kind of lose your place pretty easily. Break up the content, and especially the paragraphs. Number three, links, both external and internal. This is always a big point of contention between me and others. The usual argument is that external links will send readers away from a blog post. The only time I've done that, and I've seen others do that, is when a blog post is simply reiterating what another post is saying, kind of bringing attention to a news point or something like that. In my view, that type of post is valuable since it brings attention to a good piece of content. But that's the breadth of its usefulness. With external links, I mean like the link in a post about, that might link to Google's SEO starter guide. By linking to a guide like this, the post provides extra value, provides extra context. It's what I might be saying and also adds legitimate legitimacy to the content in this piece. Hopefully, the content in the rest of the piece keeps readers here, even if they click through to that guide. Everybody in the SEO wants links, and I believe in karma, so give links if you're expecting to get links. Number four, no distractions or interruptions. Do You like when you visit a website and instantly get a pop-up. Nobody likes that. You know, on a lot of blogs and blog posts, that's exactly what happens. I'm a fan of just letting the reader read the content, giving them exactly what they want. It's a longer-term play. you are looking to be helpful and to earn their trust by providing good content. I don't like trying to control them or trying to take something from them before I even have the chance to give them something first. It's easy to clutter websites and blogs with distractions. The designs I like the most are blogs with the least clutter. I like, to, I like them as a reader and therefore also as a blogger. Number five is design and page speed. There are a lot of great blog design templates and themes available. Like I said above, look for one that is simple and free of distractions. Let your content take center stage. Make sure the font is large enough to read, especially on smartphones. Also make sure the page speed is adequate to really good. If there are issues with your speed, then switch hosts. It's worth it to have a really fast website. I once experienced a 25% drop in traffic during a short-term page speed issue with one of my blogs. Six, tags and categories. I don't really look at tags and categories as having anything to do with SEO, but I still get requests from business owners about using certain tags on blog posts for SEO purposes. Could be wrong, but I really don't think tags help with anything other than organizing your content and blog posts. I do think that is important and helpful to readers. If you're going to include categories and tags on your posts so that readers can find similar content, then you definitely want to use them for that reason. But for SEO, it's not really worth the effort. Number seven, titles. The idea with titles is to include keywords and things like that in the title. And I get it, it makes sense, but again, you're getting into tricky territory you focus too much on what you think Google wants your titles from your titles, then they probably won't make sense to readers. I like to take the approach that a title promises the reader an answer to their question. If that includes using a keyword phrase, then it's all the better. But I don't like starting with a keyword phrase necessarily just for the sake of SEO. Conclusion This post might be a little different than what you expected from an SEO standpoint. But it's been a good strategy for me for earning organic traffic for the last 10 plus years. You have to take the long-term view that Google wants to help readers. and If you focus on readers first, it will all work out in the end as far as SEO is concerned.